Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. We are back. Fantasy news today, Friday edition. We got Bogart Scott Free on the panel. We got Taco from the Daily Sporting on the panel. And we got my man TD from Fantasy Good Sports on the panel. Shout out to everybody. What's going on? I'm a sport coat and a Sancho. Always (laughs) looking out for Beanie Blanco. (laughs) <laughs> if you R.I.P. Know, Mac you know. Dre. R.I.P. Mac Dre. Jeez. Yeah, Taco. How how you feeling after that uh, after that Giants uh, Washington game last night? All I know is uh, I'm from New York, so you know you see the NY on my caps always. But I woke up to a group chat that was uh, roasting so much because it's like half Jets fans, half Giants fans. So. It, it's as toxic as it gets. I woke oh, yeah. up in agony. Not only was the game sucky, but then then you get all the, the shit talk afterwards. It's like, how how good was Saquon, really? He only had one one good rush. But, you know, that one good rush, he showed me something. But then the rest of the time, he played like shit. So. What did he put up? Nine points in a PPR? Um, I want to say he had like <laughs> 40. That. 57 he, on the ground. He had like two catches. Two catches. So that's like 7.7 and I think went for like 20 yards yeah. through the air. Him and like Gibson that. were close, which is um, yeah. I think uh, a little yeah. more shocking is the fact how bad Gibson was for fantasy purposes. Because in real life, you know, he played the role that he was supposed to play. Would you would you would you be a Saquon manager and be like try to go after Gibson? If would I'm a Saquon that? manager, all I can yeah, do is like, just I would ride take Gibson out. over him. I would take Gibson over Saquon. 
Well, TD, I, mean, I know you got Gibson super, super high. Yeah. Tell us your thoughts about Gibson after uh, game number two. Oh, shit. Can't hear you. Uh-oh. He might need to get back out get right Mike. back in. Yeah, because it doesn't say you're muted. Maybe it's something with the mic. Could be, it could be Mike the mic some plug, unless he has one of those mics that has the mute button on it. Because then it won't mute, it won't show mute on the screen. Yep. Try try exiting out and coming back in. Can't hear you at all. Doesn't show that you're muted either. You know what? Let's 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 do this. Let's see if we can make out what he's saying. Like let's <laughs> let's let's translate for him. <laughs> yeah, he, he already went out, but what I could uh no, I mean, I'm he, saying. <laughs> so I mean in a big trade where he traded for Gibson in one of our dynasty leagues, traded away Keenan Allen. Traded away Kyle Pitts, got Antonio Gibson. I mean, after this week, I mean, I wouldn't be feeling good. It is Dynasty, so one week kind of doesn't really matter for Dynasty. But I'll be honest with you. It, it's 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 not the way he looked. It's the way they call the plays. That's what scares me. It's J.D. McKissick has cemented himself as, I am the third down back. I am the comeback back. I am the pass catching back. You do the other stuff. Let's Let's look at the numbers from last year. It's the same regime, right? Same coaching regime. Yep. Yeah, it's a different quarterback, but Haneke was there a good amount of time. And it, so the roles don't, the roles are still the same. Last year, you look at uh, uh, JD McKissick, he played over 100 third down snaps to 12 third down snaps to Gibson. You know what I mean? Like, this is just what they do. But I was excited in the in the preseason to see them targeting Gibson on first and second downs right. because he's not. And then and then you know I I I held out for hope that maybe that hundred plus snaps on third down for McKissick could come down to like seventy. You eighty. You would think uh, even if it was like okay, JD would get six of every ten third down down snaps. JD That's would funny. be on the field and Gibson gets four. You'd be like, I can live with that. A hundred percent. You can't live with that. That that. No, no, no. But here's the thing, though. Hold on. Let's yeah, see if it's working. Oh yeah. There we go. There we go. Give your thoughts yeah. on uh, on Gibson before we before we talk a little bit more about him. And then I got a question for you guys. Don't look at any stats either. Okay. So that's this is why I love Jerry Jones. He's very very involved with teams with his like coaches. So what I'm saying, if I was the owner, to his detriment. <laughs> well, you say detriment, but he got three championships. Um, and I just think he needs a coach to handle his personality, but that's another story. But I would say I would go down and chastise Juan Rivera. I would say, listen, when I seen the CMC projectory, he didn't come out. We didn't use a two running back system with CMC in his second year. Why are you doing that? I got it last year. All year, I yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, right. Because Jonathan him. Stewart, Jonathan Stewart yes. was there the rookie year for CMC. Exactly. You're right. Okay, rookie continue. Year, I got it. And you also protecting Antonio Gibson, not throwing him to the fire as a wide receiver coming out of college. Get it. First game, I get that. He got 20 carries. I get J.D. McKissick. He's a good player. But why in the hell are you giving J.D. McKissick's uh, green zone touches over Antonio Gibson? That's what I didn't like. And I didn't like taking Antonio Gibson off the field doing two minutes. Like this guy having plays. The, the two-minute drill... That doesn't surprise me. The two-minute drill doesn't surprise me because when you're going to hurry up, and at this point in, in Gibson's career, uh, McKissick is a better pass protector. So, And they're very similar. Both receivers coming out of college that converted to running back. So it's like – Well, let me ask you this then, Bogart. 
see, this is what I say. This is why I love Andy Reid. My favorite player in the NFL is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Do you know that if Tyreek Hill would have went to a different franchise, he would probably be a solid average gadget player like Ted Ginn? Yeah. But because yeah. Andy Reid is so damn dynamic and sees what a player is supposed to be, that he's not going to play games and he's going to use his weapon. So, Ron Rivera, I, I thought he could do that because he did it with CMC. But if he, you trying to tell me Antonio Gibson would be used like that if he played for the Kansas City Chiefs? Did uh, did he did something happen with Gibson? Did he miss a blocking assignment or something? Did anybody see anything that yeah. leads us to believe why he'd be in the doghouse second this, half of the game? Listen, they were the game got away from them in the second half. Then we started seeing more JD. I mean, it's kind of cut and dry to me. This is what they did last year. You know, when they're doing hurry four minute drill, two minute last drill. Year, this is like that's last but year. But it's though, this, but it's the same regime, and they yeah, and they still, he's, they're he's they're paying the McKissick. Year. Well, McKissick in the, in the second year. McKissick is being paid though. Like you know what I mean? Like they're not gonna pay. They're not gonna pay. What are they? The Raiders? Where they pay the backup more than the starter? I mean, <laughs> this guy has a role. That's why he's being paid. He's not just the backup. This well, is know, his role. Well, you know, it's annoying. I, I, I want to start the same on the same topic, but you know they paid Pete Carroll paid Matt Flynn fifteen million dollars, which was like one yeah. of the best deals at the point at that point in time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson came in as a rookie, didn't know the offense, but, but he outplayed spurts, him. Show, but check this out: showed spurts of oh, this guy can be dynamic. So different position, I get that's different position, but still, you you gonna go to the best player. So what I'm saying is. I, I don't think J.D. McKissick should take any green zone touches. Should he be in the game and getting, you know, targets in the passing game? Yes. But yeah. any, t- any five-yard touchdown you line up on the other t- team's 10-yard line, Antonio well, Gibson should be in the game I, 100% I of think, the time. That's I think J.D. McKissick team. there, in, in reality football, J.D. McKissick there is be- that Situationally, that was perfect because they probably – that's probably the last thing they thought they would do is run it with JD right there. You know what I mean? I, I get I get that. I yeah. understand that. That's it's very annoying. I ain't going to lie. But that's why – remember me and you, we had a little debate one time on a mock draft because you took uh, Gibson fourth overall. And I was like, you probably could have got him in the second round because the JD McKissick thing is real. It's built – it should have – this is why Antonio Gibson's ADP had it built into it. You know what I mean? Like, J. I I mean – uh, I'm sorry, Antonio Gibson's ADP was had it built into that JD McKissick is, is a factor, you know what I mean? Or else, or else he's easily a top six, seven pick because of how we should project Gibson, you know what I mean? But let's round robin this real quick. What do you think the split was yesterday? Don't look at any stats, just take a guess. You know, 50, like 50. 90, 10, 80, 20, like give, give the guess on what it was. Start 50, with you, Bogart. 50 50. Taco. Yeah, I think it's like 50-50. TD. I'm just going. I was pretty favored last night. Split, you're talking about the split between McKissick and um, Antonio Gibson, right? Yes. Yeah, the take, snap yeah, take a guess. Yes, out of 70-30? It was 62-38, to 38, Gibson. Didn't, okay, seem so like, didn't, didn't seem like that, though. Yeah, because the second got a lot of the work McKissick. at the end. Yeah. yeah. So Gibson had 15 touches, three uh, three rushes and two receptions to McKissick's uh, five rushes and four receptions. Wow, that's dom- That's a dominant uh, 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 overlap if you think about it. But we're talking about snap count, right? 62% of the snaps was Gibson? No, t- touches, touches. Touches. Okay, t- okay uh, out of the backfield. Okay. 
They don't have wow. the snap. They don't have the snap percentages up yet. But because uh, okay. I thought we were they both were then. I mean, I uh, thought if, we were if, talking snaps. That's what. That's what I thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because because it was like basically Gibson all the first half, and then on the field, I just I feel like I just saw McKissick the whole time. Yeah, it, it, I guess it felt like JD was doing better than he was, but that definitely was a big Terry game. Scary oh, Terry yeah. dominated in that game. How about Hickey? Hickey? How about 11, Hickey? Like 11 yeah. receptions, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Woo! Heineke was throwing that ball, and Thomas didn't really have that big of a game. So who was the number two? Was it, was it Diami? Was Diami the number two receiver on the team? So In receptions, it's Logan, right? As no, far as I mean, oh, no, probably it was. JD, it was JD. Mc... No, no, actually, so Adam Humphreys had seven, um, oh, that's right. but he only that's had 44 right. yards. Um, but JD yeah. McKissick, Logan Thomas both had five reception eats. JD McKissick had 83 yards, Thomas had 45 yards. I still say, though, just after one week, and it was a little small, tiny sample size of Fitzpatrick, I just want it to be Heineke from now on, just for, for Terry McLaurin's sake. Yeah. I mean, I know it's annoying for Gibson because I immediately thought, okay, well, Heineke, they're going to run more. Yeah. And like him being a mobile QB should open up the lanes. But they didn't, they, he tried to take off once or twice yesterday, but there was one time he tripped up on his own. He did like a Danny Jones thing. He did like a Danny <laughs> Dimes thing where he tried to run. He just fell over his own legs. And then they just stopped trying to run him after that. So I, I listen, I haven't looked at their schedule coming up, but like, I like I I think there's gonna be people that paid up too much for Antonio Gibson. They're they're probably willing to move him. I don't, I'm buying him. <laughs> I've, already, I've already seen posts in the in the Facebook group like who else is out on Antonio Gibson? Like who should I sell him for? You know, type of stuff. <laughs> yes, I this love is them. this is the time if you people. if you want to buy low on Gibson now is the now is the time for I'm sure. Buying. I'm buying. It just sucks because I have Gibson everywhere. So I was like, I, I, who am I going to buy him for myself? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Bogart, yeah, I mean, I'm down on Gibson right now. You should make a trade with me. I I, I need a running back in the league. Bogart, you're, like you're like Chong from Cheech and Chong. When, uh, yes, he's like, man, you're supposed to be selling that, not smoking it. He's like, hey, hold on, man. I sold two lids last night. And then he gets all hyped up, Cheech. And he's like, all right. Who'd you sell them to? And he was like, me. <laughs> he's like, oh, man, we're going to starve to death. And he was like, not with me. I'm a good customer. Hey, man. <laughs> Aren't you worried about what's going on here, bro? No, nah, not at all. But but also too, it's like you, even the way he phrased it, you're like, I'm kind of down on Gibson. You mean I'm supposed to be down on him? I just said, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> listen, listen, I I I am strong with the dark side of the force, as you, my friend. <laughs> now, Bogart, let let, let trading is I all psychology. Oh, go ahead, TD. I still would say it again. Finish as an RB one. Oh yeah. Make that bet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Two games doesn't make or break. We talked about it with Taco a little bit. You know, is that defense a little underrated? Their run D is pretty legit. Like, as much shit as we may want to talk, like, there was no holes for J.D. McKissick to run through. The rush game pretty much got shut down. I mean, it yeah. took him 13 
uh, rushes to get uh, 69 yards. So, Guess what? That's still 5.3 yards per carry. He just didn't get a touchdown. This is what really made me mad is why cha- why not change up the running style when, when running up through the tackles wasn't working, right? Because the, everyone knows the way you run. But they run, were hitting at 5.3, no, so there's Yeah, but hitting. that's – but listen, I'm saying though, you run you you run the you run around the edge on the Giants, or you 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 throw the ball at the running backs. They were going into this game, they were ninth in the league, uh, ninth worst against pass catching running backs. Like that, that's why JD did his thing. You know what I mean? Like th- that should I don't know why us as commoners, quote unquote, you know, see these things and coaches don't attack these things. You know what I mean? Like that, that's why there's analytics people on staffs these days. They'd be like, "Hey, man, you know, uh, statistically, it's harder to run run up the gut on them, but we could run around the edge on them. Everyone else does. They weren't doing that." And you know what's crazy? Here's one thing to remember: if you go over 59 yards in a game, that's a thousand yard rusher average. And so he yeah, went over that. But he's we really just we really hate on those kind of things. If if they don't score a touchdown, they may as well have had a shit game in the NFL. His his lack of pass catches, I think that's what's more causing for concern because in a standard PPR league, he, he had less than 10 points. And I can understand getting no get, getting no touchdown, but if he's not getting me four to five catches to help boost up his value, it's going to be hard because that's the thing about J.D. McKissick that makes him valuable. He doesn't have that's to true. go for that many yards, but if five he's getting five, six, seven catches – that's seven catches off the riff with a touchdown. You're talking about he got 13 points before you even tack yards on. And that's just for seven catches and a touchdown. Here's an NFL question real quick. All right, Heineke, he was more with the twos. Obviously, J.D. McKissick is like the one with the twos that he's been practicing yeah, with. That's a good question. That's a good point. Gibson and McKissick were both on the field at the same time, both running routes in the opposite direction. Do you yep. think it could just be more of Heineke's he rapport with McKissick? I think it's a. I think it's. I think it's a little bit of, of both because yeah, like you know how much how comfortable are you then when you're going to go in a two minute drill? You're going to go. You're going exactly in a two minute drill with your guy in the two minute drill. I think that's where we saw the most frustration. He wasn't even on the field. It was oh. old JD. Like, but maybe if you were rotating, me, what that, was the third down snap percentage? Those are the two things that worry me the most. It was your, all your third JD. down snaps. And what we're doing in, in, in those those garbage time or, or those crunch time moments when it's only J.D. McKissick. Those are the opportunities that that Gibson needs to start getting in on. And if he was, we wouldn't feel say, like this, even though he would have had the same points. It's the way it looked, the, the gameplay, the way Rivera's using him. That's what's scaring us. Not even so much of what the stat line was. Well, what about... What about the fact that he was that, that they thought he might have had a sprained AC joint after Sunday, and then he was a full go? Maybe yeah. that something has to do with it because they did remove him off the injury report. But it's a short week, and you don't want that's your star true. running back getting, getting you know. What I, I mean? thought but, about the Tubo guard. I thought about yeah. the Tubo guard. So that's why yeah. I'm okay. I'm not long. Yeah. My team is built. I don't. No one team. No one player on my team makes my team. So I'm okay. I, 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 I want to commend you though for your moves that you made this week. Phenomenal. That definitely made up for the for the levy on bell trade that you made. <laughs> yeah, you know it did. Mean? Yeah, it def- yeah, all the moves you made. And and yep. yeah. But if, if Le'Veon gets any work, especially he's never gonna make it into your else. lineup. Le'Veon Bell's yeah, never making it into your lineup. He might make it into my lineup, though. <laughs> well, because you have good options, is what I'm saying, T D. You got good but, options but over there. Like and I also had two. So you got 
you got to be, I had to be aggressive. This is before I made the Antonio Gibson trade. So I, I, yeah. I, I was looking for, I'm zero RB, zero RB. I need a, a I need to find yeah. that boom player, Elijah Mitchell. Like I couldn't get him because we, our rosters are full. So yeah, I you know, to take opportunities. Now, do you think I'd make that trade if I got Antonio Gibson? Nah. Not at all. <laughs> like I, I agree with you there, TD, and, and I'm in the same boat. And shit, I regret dropping Mark Ingram because God damn it, that was my best back. And I let him go and he's gone. It's like you let him go in the river and the river I just got him all the way downfield. I got Super Bowl Lenny for you in that league. Now, I mean, yo, I know you're down Super on Gibson Bowl right Lenny. now with what's going all right, on. All right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, go, let's, get, back, let's get back on track. Let's all right. move. Let's shout, get out, shout out to everyone watching on uh, Facebook. There's a bunch of people watching on Facebook right now. Make sure you hop over to my channel, Fantasy Football Hustler, on YouTube. Make sure you hop over to Bogart's channel on YouTube, the GMM Network. Go subscribe. And, yeah, go subscribe. Go hit the like button. Let's get those likes up. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, now, shout out. First set of news that we got. So that was the Thursday game. But let's get into this news. So Will Fuller is not going to play this week and says it's for personal reasons. The coach, uh, he did, didn't go into any reasons on what it was. It's just a personal reason. Wow. For all we know. TD, let, let's get your thoughts hey, on this TD. first. Uh, I'm sorry if I interrupted you, Hustle. My bad. No, no, you're good. Okay. Um, something's going on with Will Fuller and the coach. The coach is probably trying to fade Will Fuller out. I don't know. He's probably seen something that he don't like. But I thought Will Fuller was going to be a great comeback to help Will, uh, help Tua stretch the field with uh, Jalen Waddle. So what the hell is going on? What happened, Taco? Something come in? Something just came in. Josh Jacobs has been ruled out for Sunday's game. Yeah, yeah. Fire up hey. Drake. Hey, this is not a drill. I, if you are watching right now, you better go pick up Drake like everywhere you can. I, I want to say something. I want to say something. Fuck Josh Jacobs. I've been saying it. All y'all. Same here. Hey, but at least shout out to Josh Jacobs. At least he's not fucking with y'all. He's out and he's out. But he's I mean, not like, like game saw, time. Like I'm in and then not. You know what I mean? On the injury report, the last week they said, what hurts? Everything. I mean, shit. <laughs> That's when we knew some shit had to be up. How's everything hurt, bro? Everything, <laughs> everything. Hey, going back to, to the Will Fuller, right? This is why I call him Will Awfuler. Because he comes from a long line. There's, he's the, he's Awfuler the fifth, by the way. There's all his daddy, his pappy, his pappy. All of them were Awfuler. Because this is what they do. And his personal problem, I heard, is because he can't find no HGH or roids. He just can't find it. He has no connect. He has no plug out there in Miami. <laughs> I'm hating on him. I'm hating on him. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Taco, what do you I think, think about that's so that? rough, man? Because, like, you you brought Will Filler in there as a free agent, and I'm pretty Offler. sure if you, if you sign a guy, you're, you're expecting something of him. And for it to be personal issues that you don't know when he's coming back, that's the last thing you want to see from a free agent signing. It makes you question a little bit how their free agent process worked. If you're signing a guy like this, that's already causing friction. But with that being said, they did draft Jalen Waddle. You still have Parker. I think a sicky now is set up for a chance. Like, hey, hey, you know, go out there and get some. So I'm not too worried about it from from a Dolphin standpoint because they've yet to play with them. So it's not like something they're used to. 
But, you know, long term, if I have Fuller, I'm definitely scared. And if I see a really hot free agent, maybe, maybe I contemplate a move like that. Will Offler, right? Check yeah. this out. He he was like, you know, probably arguably the, 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 the most rumored guy to be traded last year before the trade deadline. Green Bay, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, the Patriots. There was all these teams mm-hmm. that were rumored to look at him. And then in free agency, mm-hmm. I bet you his phone wasn't ringing too crazy either, mm-hmm. bro. And the Dolphins were like, hey, man, come over here. We'll give you a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. And and they don't really – this don't matter. He didn't even get into no training camp, really. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? This is just – like, he is non-existent to them. I think mm-hmm. I'm going to categorize him with OBJ. These are just two guys mm-hmm. who, were, who were good, probably are good still, mm-hmm. but their situations, those teams that they're on are winning without them. They don't care mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, OBJ situation is super weird, man. Like, he was so good, and now he's like, like you said, they're better without him. Like, who would have thought that? Like, especially when you watch the guy play, like, he would take a slant to the house. Like, but that's all, all he is- had. If you ask me, yeah, he was great. Contested catches, he had the highlights, all the shit. But, like, when you look at what how the Giants were successful with OBJ, it was mm-hmm. slant, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and people want to knock Michael Thomas, but he could, he could do boy. he could do pretty much anything, and he's athletic. It's it's you just can't you know I hate to say it, but like it's the, shut up, banging your head, banging your head on a concrete wall in the locker room, or, yeah, or so, mar- marrying the field goal. The, the field yeah. goal net, like there's just uh, you know he's a weird cat. He's questionable in life. That's yeah, why I say like, in life he's questionable. <laughs> yeah, OBJ needs a top end. He needs to go somewhere like Green Bay, somewhere where a top end quarterback can pepper a player, and that's going you know that's the only kind of quarterback that OBJ can play with because it's not he's gonna go into the huddle and like don't be the ball, don't be the yeah ball. that's but true. The veteran top of the end quarterback to say listen OBJ I'm gonna give it to you but we're gonna play this within the offense and him from the to respect it. You see that Baker even with it. That's why Baker can't play with him because Baker like, okay, I'm gonna give you the ball, and it looks raggedy. Yeah. It looks raggedy. So they have, they need to um, <laughs> trade OBJ. They're not gonna get a first round pick. That's okay. So get rid of him so you can move forward your team. And let o- and OBJ need to go somewhere where a veteran quarterback, not Kirk Cousins, nobody like that. I'm gonna, I'm get him to go to the Packers. Get him to go to the Packers yeah. somehow. Like Packers. that should be wild. Or, or the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. I, I think he'd be oh great God, with the Bill Belichick. Cheating. Like, a well, Bill you Belichick. know what? They, I say this: we could probably x out majority of the AFC teams because if they're going to send them somewhere, they're going to send them outside of the conference. I yeah. like this Green Bay thing. That'd be awesome. That would be because then you know Darren Rodgers would be like, All right, I'll cut the hair off. OBJ, time to, time to stop OBJ. smoking weed and the, like you know all the, that. The Eagles are another interesting team. Ooh. Because you put him with Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts as that rushing quarterback that you could play backyard football with OBJ and those two guys just making shit happen. Oh, my God. Was it the against the Eagles when he made that catch, huh? The um, The Spider-Man catch? catch? The, the, catch. the no, catch. Cowboys. That was the Cowboys. That was the Cowboys. Okay, okay. All right, let's let's transition off of uh, off OBJ. Let, let's get back to, to Josh Jacobs real quick. All right, and the second take. The second take extra said Josh Jacobs out for Sunday like we talked about. Are you guys high on Drake this week? I'm not going up against the Steelers and that steel curtain D and uh, Steelers are at home. So I think he's a must add if he's not already rostered in your league. But And he should be. 
And if I'm he's here. not Ross, if he's yeah. not rostered in your league, you better win that league because that's a dumbass league. And I tell you this, <laughs> it, it really depends um on your scoring because if you're in a PPR setting, I think that he could be a viable flex play just because of sheer volume. He could end up with like 10 catches for 50 yards, and that's 15 points. You know, yep. and it's gonna be yep. it's gonna and be could, very very volume for him. Oh shit! This is funny. Yep. I actually have garbage trucks coming right now. Let me let me go. Actual <laughs> 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 garbage trucks. Man, listen. Like <laughs> at the end of the day, volume is king in fantasy football. Like you know, yeah. sometimes skills are skills matter, but volume is king, man. And he gonna get volume. He gonna eat. He gonna eat that night. You're gonna real, have a real lot quick, of pass rush. Real, real quick, before your thoughts, Bogey. Anybody leaving questions in for the start and sit segment? Uh, that's gonna be tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or if you want to get one answered now, just leave it as a super chat on YouTube, and we'll take good care of you. Go ahead, Bogey. So, so they're, they're fer fer ferocious pass rush, right? Coming at ferocious pass rush coming from the Pittsburgh Steelers front. Might, it might be the best in the league. Might yeah, be the best, uh, arguably, hands. I mean, maybe even hands down, bar none. I think they're 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 probably the best, uh, the best front, and that pressure is coming through that bad line. You know what I mean? That the Raiders line is bad. I think Drake's gonna pile up like six, seven receptions easily. Because what, what what what? How do you how do you um? What's the word? Extinguish some pass rush like that. You get the ball out quick. You know what I mean? Oh, and uh, and Richie Incognito is not practicing either. He's and, also a know, racist. John Gruden, he is. But John Gruden is a is a big time team killer. He will whoop a big time team now. He'll come mm -hmm. out there and he'll listen. What do you do? Yeah. He'll take those pass rushers away. He's, He's a giant slayer. And, and, he is. He is. and look and at he, the he, way that car plays. He'll run the ball. 30, he'll run the ball 25, 30 times. He does. He does play horrible against the bad teams for sure. Yes, and, but and but check it. And he'll play action. He'll play action. So Josh Jacobs gonna be out, but he'll play action with Kenyon Drake and other uh, running backs, and take his shots with um, Darren Waller and Henry Rhodes. And if it's a close, that defense can play any kind of good. They got a chance, man. So I, until I see Big Ben play out of his mind, I'm not gonna rule the Raiders. I actually will pick the Raiders to cover the line because uh, I like that. I'm not mad at that. Out. Do you know what? Uh, do you know what it is? No, I don't right off bat. But if I had to guess. Just uh, so we can play that game, uh, hustler. I would say six. I'd say it's I'd say it's a five, three point five, spread. I'd say five. Five. Um, okay, in favor uh, in favor of the Steelers. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that. minus five Steelers. I like that. You know what, bro? Check this out. West Coast teams going going to the East Coast. You know, early game. It's a, also a short week because they played on a Monday night. Mm -hmm. I think this plays a lot of in. I, I actually think the Steelers will fuck them up, bro. I do think the Steelers win, but I'll say this. One thing about John Gruden and Carr is they hyper-target their guy. Now, if you look at what happened with Waller, the, the dude had like 19 targets. Yeah. yeah. He was all over the place. Even Drake in that last game was just getting peppered all over the field for these short little dink and dunks because Carr doesn't go downfield that much, which sets up guys like Drake for that cheap little yardage. So I do think you're right. Pittsburgh's going to win. I do think it's going to be a tough game for the Raiders, but I do think that just on a volume upside, I like that proposition there in DFS. Yeah. And we it, should and like 
We should like Drake. If 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 you're on if you're on board with me saying that it's going to be a negative game script yeah. for the Raiders, they're going to be dumping it off a ton yeah. to Drake. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially if, like you said, with the way this pass rush worked, yeah. the only way to truly neutralize it is to do some of these little dump offs to this guy. That's the word neutralize. I said extinguish. That's a better <laughs> word. We're going with that. <laughs> but yeah, man, I totally agree with you on that point. I'm totally into just seeing what he could do. If you have him as a low flex, a low RB2, get 20 depending. touches. He's yeah, getting 20 like, touches easily yeah, this week. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not well, saying he's like a, a must start over a stud, but he has a good end. He's a really good goal line guy. So he could obviously not only going to get touches, but he could take one in, in from four yards out, three yards out, and just push in a little touchdown as well. Okay, so what the, are we the thinking? Line is, uh, the line is six and a half, and the over-under is 47. Oh, four. David has a high-scoring mm-hmm. game at 47. Yeah, what do they know that we don't? Yeah, I don't know. I like the under. I like like the under. Yeah, I don't know, man. Drake goes off. Oh God, I have to start. I have one example of a West Coast team, and specifically the Raiders, coming from the West Coast, going East Coast, and playing bad two years in a row. The Jets gave it to the Raiders two years ago. They they just outright beat them, and last year it took fucking Greg Greg Williams was like, "I, I I quit. How about Zero the Rams? Coverage. The Rams almost lost to the Jets, and the, the they, Raiders. They did oh, lose no, they the didn't Jets. lose to the Jets. The yeah. Raiders almost lost to the Jets if they didn't make a final bomb play if, to the card. Because it was Greg like Wilson. It was Greg Raiders. Williams, though. The Raiders are young. We, we need to stop acting like that doesn't make a difference. The yep. West Coast team's going to East Coast and then playing the early game. It yep. And vice versa also. It the East Coast yeah. team's going West Coast. You got a young team, though, Hustler. If you got a young, hungry team, you can – it's like college. They, they can get up for more than a grown man that's 32 and they got kids. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. I wake yeah. up in the, I woke up this morning, I was wounded. I was like, yeah, I only had like four or five beers last night. Like, <laughs> all right, boys, I got to get out of here. Good luck to all y'all. Maybe, maybe we'll link up before this uh, Sunday action happens, but we you already know. Yep. Number if one, I see you playing the game, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <Stop> taco. <laughs> Have a good one, brother. All right, so, yeah, before we transition off the Raiders, yeah, the Raiders are actually uh, practicing without pads. And so maybe that was because, I mean, who knows, maybe something with Josh Jacobs that we didn't know at the time. But you think this is going to be more of a a trend on Friday, not getting people hurt before uh, before the weekend, Bogey? I mean, yeah, because there's so many injuries from last year and then it's happening again. And we even had preseason. Cause that was the argument last year. Oh, no preseason. These guys aren't getting hits in. And then, you know what I mean? They're basically playing in the game shape week one. I mean, I still think we're seeing a lot of that. You know what I mean? And I think this is, it's ever evolving. Uh, it's ever evolving every week. They're trying new things. You know what I mean? Like, you know what this week, you know what? We're not going to, we're not going to train with no bad zone. Eh? Huh? I'm a real grinders. I know we're all grinders, but you know what? It would take the pads off. You know what I mean? And then Mike Mayo's like, I think that's a bad idea. You know what? Hey, it doesn't matter what you think. Okay. You know what I mean? Gruden just does what he wants, bro. And and I'm worried about just Josh Jacobs for real. That why they say everything, they don't want to tell us what's wrong with him. You know what I mean? What is wrong with him? They're, and now he's already ruled out. There's something going on. There's a real injury here. A serious injury. And we gotta be. We need to hear about this. Whatever it is, we need to hear about it. 
Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately! Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Something is afoot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something hey, is afoot at the Purple K. Yeah, and he might even be his foot. Like, that was what plagued him last year. He kept having these reoccurring ankle joints. You know what I'm saying? He's really never been healthy ever since he's been, uh, a been in the league, right? He's always, yeah. I mean, well, he's only been a Raider since he's been in the he's, league. But. In college, he split time with Damian Harris at, at Bama. So, so coming he, out so of he wasn't he wasn't so he wasn't hundred percent back horse in college, no. and and that's what Gruden tried to turn him into immediately. But well, you know, it was 20, about twenty times, so times, yeah. times game Alabama though. Nah, he was still sh- oh, if, if he was, then I missed that because he was sharing time. To me, when I remember, it was more like twelve to fifteen at the most. Well, you know what yeah, I mean? And this pissed the game script, but then what happened? Josh Jackson showed a couple games when they did bell count that he could do it. I mean, he yeah. could do it every game. It was but, yeah, I was gonna say over the course of a season, yeah. especially with with the grown ass men this time in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know, man. I just think, jo- listen, I love Josh Jacobs' story. I think he's awesome as a person. For fantasy purposes, I never fucked with him. Never, and I never will. And when people come through trying to throw him in a trade package, I'm just like, I just, I'm not even gonna look at it now because I don't. I'm just not a Josh Jacobs guy. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, just, I don't. I'm weird like, I'm weird like that. No, I let, that's how I am. That's why certain players I don't pick up. I just don't. I don't want you. You know? Yeah, I, I, exactly. I never drafted Josh Jacobs either, bro, bro. Yeah, for real. He was going too high for me too. Even this year. Yeah. Even this year, going a little lower, like in single QB leagues, where he's going like fourth, fifth round, and that's for sure in Superflex. He was going in that range, but I was just not. I, I'm cool off of him. You know what I mean? So, Drake, you know, if you play in a really shallow league, maybe you can get Drake off the wire. How about let's flip it around to people who play in really deep leagues. Is Peyton Barber going to be worth the pickup? You know, Ooh. Drake's not going to get 100% of the work. Like, there's got to be some kind of a split. Peyton, Peyton Barber is bigger, too. He'll probably be the goal line back if they get down there against – if they do get down there against the Steelers. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not fooling with it. So Mike, I'm not trying to get cute. Yeah. So it's uh, Mike Clay um, from ESPN said, "Sounds like Barber is going to step into a chunk of the Jacobs role." I, I bet don't you know what is. that means, but well, because Drake has his role. He is. They had they had Rich Jalen Richards for for years. This is like Jalen Richards on steroids, having Kenyon Drake because he could also he's also a great runner, but like. I say Drake's probably going to get like eight to, to 11 carries. And then we'll probably see another eight to 11 carries come out of 
a fucking Peyton Barber, bro. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with it. Nothing. Yeah, shout out to Stu, YouTube what member. If you guys aren't a YouTube member, make sure you get joined up. It's right below the video, uh, right below the chat. It says join. Yeah. Get that dope emoji in there. You see what it is, the little weed leaf emoji right next to Stu's yeah. name. And then you get all the dope custom emojis that's only on my channel that I put in here. It says the words up here, but if you go on YouTube, you can see the actual uh, the weed leaf, the uh, the pipe smoking, and the 420 crew emoji. Nobody else has these emojis on YouTube. I got them only. Super fire. Excited. Yes. Exclusive. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Uh, some news that we covered, I mean, the last couple days, but really not too much news coming other than this Josh Jacob news right now. Um, but uh, we got Jameson Crowder and Keelan Cole. They are going to play this week. TD, do you think they're worth a start, either one of them? Do you think they help the Jets at all? What, what do you think the outcome is going to be of this Jets Patriots? Um, it depends on what type of team you got, Hustler. If I need Jamison Crowder to start, then you start Jamison Crowder. If you don't have anything better, but I'm not going to put him over anybody that is just in his uh, what I would call tier because I need to see it. I need to see it from this offense. I don't even know if Zach Wilson can actually pepper Jamison Crowder. I don't know if he actually plays that type of way. So I wouldn't try to look to play Jamison Crowder um, or anything like that. I'm not fooling with none of them. I think that the fact that uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Corey Davis takes a little drop in targets because now there's more guys there. I think the only people I'm comfortable starting from the Jets ever is Zach Wilson and Corey Davis. This week, I wouldn't even touch Zach Wilson or Corey Davis or any of them. I think Belichick, he's only lost to a rookie one time, I think, and that was two of last year, and that was sec- that was the second game they played. So I'm not even going to count that. But this is the first time they're seeing the rookie Zach Wilson. I think they're going to destroy his ass. But what about garbage time? Garbage time. I was, you, you're reading my mind. I was going to – in extra, extra garbage time, I'm thinking that Zach Wilson and Corey Davis hook up for one TD. But that might be Zach Wilson's only TD on the day. And if Corey Davis doesn't have, like, close to 10 receptions, I don't think I'm going to like his game because I don't think he goes for more than, like, 50 or 60 yards. Like, what, what, the who's, who's their yeah, best player? I like Tyler who's their... If you have to start play Tyler Croft too, actually, because he's a tight I like end. that. Whenever you got rookies, you know, go to their tight end if he shows you anything. I'm actually who's... starting Tyler Croft in a me double too. tight end in a double tight end league where I got to start two tight ends. Yes. Who is the too. best player? If you're looking at the Jets offense and you're in that war room with the D coordinator and, and you're Belichick. Who's the best player you're gonna get? You're gonna erase from the Jets? Probably Corey Davis. And that's the only person I could think of. I mean, I don't think they've been game planning for Crowder and Keelan Cole like that. They didn't even play last week, Fuck so no. it's really got to be Corey Davis. It ain't the running backs. We know they're not scheming against them. Yeah. Jameson Crowder gonna get some targets because he, he's getting paid. But how much? Zach Wilson's way more important, and Zach Wilson game goes to Corey Davis right now. I'm actually waiting for Elijah Moore. I'm stashing him, and I'm going to go out on a limb right here. I think Elijah Moore could be the um, last year's Justin Jefferson. Um, the reason why is because I feel that as uh, Zach Wilson grow, he's going to throw a lot. 
And I think Elijah Mitchell can benefit from the deep balls that Zach Wilson likes to throw. Uh, that's the only yeah. reason. But I'm just going like down the road. I like Elijah more. I just don't think it's. I think down the road is is perfect because I. I but I think down the road's like next year or maybe the end of the year because the Justin Jefferson thing it started happening like week two last year. You no, know what no, I mean? No, it was like week. I thought it was week four. Uh, <laughs> it was week four. It was week four. Okay. Four. Okay, you know what, then? I can agree with you then because I think the Keelan Cole and Jamison Crowder thing, I think this is this is like not going to last long. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, a lot, they're going to they're gonna need to know what they have with their guys. You know what I mean? I don't know. Elijah Moore, I didn't look at his snap count, but I know it wasn't – I didn't see him on the field a lot last week. You know what I mean? In, in Jamison Crowder's absence. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. He that's played true. <laughs> he played 86% of snaps. Wow, then he was just non-existent. <laughs> yeah, okay, he only so got one you know one catch, right? It was one catch. And yeah, just because negative yardage. Like he don't know how to read the field. Wow, like he played 86% of the snaps. What the fuck? He's going to get off. Did I watch 14% of the game? <laughs> I watched well, yeah, if you watch if you watch red zone, you watch a very small percentage of the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't go back and watch that game for real. Yeah, so I mean the the num you can't you can't mess up the you know, you can't uh, fudge the numbers. He was on the field a lot, Zach Wilson wasn't hitting him, so yeah, one for a negative three, you would just think that that's uh that he wasn't out there a lot. That means he threw it to him behind the line. Yeah, and then he got then he got blown up. All right, let, all right, let's hear Stu's story. So watching uh, watching Deadpool blow up uh, flames while in a hyperbolic oxygen chamber, having the fire alarm go off because of a gas leak. Good times. Glad everyone out here is safe. At least I got home early. So Stu had a crazy little day at, uh, at the hospital today. <laughs> That's right. He does the hyperbaric joint every day. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy, man. Man, shout out to Stu, man, and and shout out to the Dream to Walk Foundation, man. I'm 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 telling you, I'm about to win. I'm about to win all those leagues, bro. Let's go. No, I'm you're not. For Dream. You're about I'm to doing win. it for. I'm doing Don't it for break. Dream to Walk. The the pace league, you are gonna win that against Clock. What up, bro? What up? But this week, you are going down in the Dream to Walk. I'm already. Uh, uh, we'll see about that. Right as of right now, I'm projected to beat you by about thirty points, and I had. Uh, I had Sterling Shepard and Blake Martinez um, get my team off in the right direction. Ah, uh, yeah. We'll we'll reconvene with this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you already beating me up. I don't like it. Who did yeah. I have? Logan Thomas. I had Logan Thomas in there. I don't remember who I have. I, I don't even know. Let's uh, let's. I gotta look. Yeah, I'll look. We'll, we'll check that out. Yeah. No, you don't. You got uh, you got Big Bob Tunyon in that league. All, All right. right. So Zach Ertz, he's uh, practicing for the second straight day. He is pretty much going to play. Uh, TD, what do you think about Zach Ertz playing there? And how do you, how do you think the the tight end split is going to work in uh, in Philly? If Zach Ertz is really healthy, and I, I mean at least ninety percent healthy, Zach Ertz finishes as a top five tight end. If he's not healthy, then if he fights this hamstring injury. Think Dallas got is the top twelve tight end. So um, I like this Eagles offense. I like the double tight end. Uh, I like. I think Nick Sirianni is going to do a fantastic job this year. So I think you should target a lot of guys on this team. I think I, I hate Miles Sanders, not as a player, but just as fantasy value. But I actually think he's a good. He would. He would have been a better zero RB target than a lot of guys that I targeted. But I didn't target him. 
because I just don't. Because of last year's stick. He could be, but I'm not talking about the NFL play. I'm talking about the fantasy play. So uh, I'll ask the Eagles is the offense that you should be targeting in fantasy football. I think uh, I think Zach Ertz is the guy they need to get on the field so they can ship him out. They need to show that he's that he's okay, and they're gonna ship him out. But I but I also say I didn't look at the snaps yet. I mean, not the snaps, but the amount of snaps they played in twelve personnel. Because in years prior to this, they averaged fifty one percent twelve personnel. So that means over half the time they're running twelve personnel. You know, you look at how the Colts ran their shit, where where Sirianni came from. They were they ran like forty eight percent of the time twelve personnel. So it's pretty damn close. So I think it'll be annoying for fantasy purposes if they don't trade away Ertz and he's there. Because we're just, you know, but I will say the rapport is definitely, definitely with Goddard. Because he looks to Goddard in situation in third downs. Goddard was, I mean, well, that's because Zach Ertz was, was hurt. Was Zach Ertz? I know, but I'm going back to the four games he started last year. Okay. You know what I mean? Ertz, Ertz was healthy for a few of them. You know what I mean? So, but I don't just, know. It was, a, it was a bad, it was a bad relationship between Ertz and Philly then. Now they yeah. kind of thought men did things. And I, I seen them drawing up a design place for Zach Ertz, like on the first two or three series before he injured his hamstring. I'm like, dang, he's going to be a top. I thought it was, it was up to like 15 points. That, uh, that I think it was. I hurt. think it was a. Remember Sammy Watkins with the Bills? He was coming off a broken foot. This was going into uh, 2016. So he had been in the league for two years. He was kind of a bust. And then they go out there in a preseason game, week one, the first drive, they hit off Sammy Watkins. Bam, bam, bam. He scores a touchdown. And then they trade him immediately. I think that's what they were trying to do with Zach Ertz in the preseason because Dallas Goddard seemed non-existent in the preseason with the team ones. He was out there, but it was like they were actively scheming uh, targets for Zach Ertz because I think they were trying to move him. Okay. Okay. And then, and then, just for some context from this past week, Dallas Goddard played seventy-three percent of snaps. Zach Ertz played fifty-eight percent. But but he got hurt though. Um, you got to look in the first quarter though. Look, give me the first quarter numbers, uh, hustle. Uh, so this is all I have. I just have the full game. Uh, okay. Because you know he got hurt. Right here. He got hurt. Um, he got hurt. So I feel like that was the difference of the t- later in the game. What part, do you remember when he got hurt? Do you remember when he went out? He said first yeah, quarter. I don't like know. Beginning of the se- middle of second quarter. It could. Well, I mean, I don't know if it could have been that because they played seventy-one uh, total plays, and Zach Ertz was in on forty-one of them. He came back. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, he came yeah. back. Like he, because he, he. That's why I know something's going on. Like he wants to play. Because what would you do if he's trying to be traded? I'm good. Now my hamstring. He, he kept running and he said, coaches, he kept saying, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So they put him back out there. He wanted to get up back on the field. That's yeah. why I know this is important for him. So I think that if he's healthy, I love Zach Ertz's value. Well, let's see. He only played uh, how many less snaps? He only played nine less snaps or nine less uh, plays than Goddard. So they're running a ton of 12 personnel over there. Yeah. I mean, a grip. Double tight end sets. So last piece of news I got, if uh, unless something else comes in here, is that Gabriel Davis is officially questionable for Sunday's game. Cole Beasley. I like I like I like the Colonel Manny Sanders also. 
Yeah, yeah, he's good, but Kobe yeah. is. Kobe is the PPR one. Yeah, he's, he's gonna a, have a well, safe he's floor. The number two. Yeah, he's the number two on this team. I actually like him better than Stephon Diggs for targets in PPR, um, because you know I feel like people are gonna try to take away Stephon Diggs. Well, Xavier, yeah, his name is Xavier Howard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, this is crazy. So I didn't look at the snap counts until now <clears throat> for the Bills. Uh, Stephon Diggs, ninety-three percent of snaps. Emmanuel Sanders, 93% of snaps. Yeah. Cole Beasley, 91% of snaps. That's their that's their three wide receiver set right there. They're running they're, it, they're, de- deploying it the entire game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 90. That's basically 90% of the game. Well, what does the average down to? 92? It's still 93, right? Yeah, it's, if we average the three of them together, it's 93%. Yeah, it probably still round up. Yeah, yeah, Gabriel Davis, I don't know if he got hurt during the game, but he only played 50% of snaps. And then Isaiah McKenzie, I mean, he was the next wide receiver up. He only played 18% of the snaps. So they were really – And know, they were using him out of the backfield too. They, he was getting backfield snaps. So it was really all Manny – damn, I fucking I, – uh, I dropped Manny Sanders last week for Gabe Davis <laughs> in one of my leagues. I'm mad about that now. Yeah, it's because he didn't really get – I mean – he, he didn't get any stats. Didn't get any stats. I'm just the Angel Gabriel Davis guy, too. You know what I mean? Like, I love Gabe. He's so fucking big, bro. He's a bit like he could be a red. Like, that's why he's a red zone target. He's a big fucker, but he also, he's like bigger uh, as fast uh, John Brown. You know what I mean? But they don't use him like that. Yeah. Being big like that, too, is probably why he gets hurt because he be coming down with the ball all crazy. Yep. So we got no other news out right now. What? What are? How about we get some thoughts on uh, on Sunday's uh, on Sunday's games? Any games that you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? I got something gross to ask for asking for a friend. Team defense question. Oh my gonna, gosh! I'm dropping Chicago. I mean, my friend. <laughs> And I'm looking at the Chiefs. I mean, my friend is. Because, I listen, I know it seems like it seems, sounds crazy, but I like my team defenses to have the ball flying around at them. I think they're, I think the Ravens are going to have to throw a lot. And their line, they're, they're, they're already going to be without – they're going to be without Stanley at, on the left side of their left tackle position. So they're moving Villanueva to the left where he – that's where he played with the Steelers. And then they have like you know their backup coming in at the right tackle. I'm just like, I wanted I want to attack them. Everybody watching on YouTube, smash that like button. Let's see the likes go up. Let's hit it. Yeah, smack that thing. And uh, so the Chiefs, that that's very gross versus the Ravens. Who are some other options that you got? Because I wouldn't really be trying to go Chiefs against the Ravens. You know, there's not really. It's the 14 teamer. Like, you know, there's literally someone holding, like, multiple defenses, too. So, it's just – it's you know, it's like them or Seattle. And I think I think the Titans are in a bounce-back spot here. At least yeah, my friend yeah. does. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but do like, you think the Titans are going to do more offensively than the Ravens? I think I'd rather have uh, – I'd rather have Seattle, who might be able to get, get a couple sacks in there. Chiefs might not. I mean, the Chiefs, they, they, Chris Jones, they've been using him. They, they were trying to do their best, like Aaron Donald impersonation with him because they're moving him around the formation and shit like that. And, like, so I, I do think, like, the Chiefs are going to eat, like, especially, like, I've, I I imagine a game script that they're running up the points. 
And and now here's the Ravens who can't do their style of game is run the ball. They're going to have to throw it a lot with that bad line. And, and Steve Spagnola loves – he loves sending the house, bro. This is like – he's an aggressive coordinator. He he he's an aggressive he's aggressive with with the the, the with the pressure. So I, I don't know. That's why I was looking that direction because I don't like with I don't like Chicago. I, I feel like the Bengals can go in, go in there and beat them up. Yeah, like like Chicago, they just Chicago's not looking so hot. Maybe in the run D, but not in the pass D. Yeah, and like uh, if you think about, they just got tore up by Sean McVay's offense. Zach Taylor is a Sean McVay disciple. You know he's. You know, they're gonna have a, a nice, some nice piece of film to, to 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 utilize this week. Like, okay, this is how my old mentor tore him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Signing up, but you know what though? Have all that stricken from the record. No one, no one should ever play in leagues with team defenses. I swear to God. Unless it's a home, unless it's your home league. You know what I mean? Like even the 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 one that I got you in. Uh, the uh, the dynasty superflex. Remember, we were gonna have team defense. Like, man, what the fuck are we doing with team defense in a dynasty? Well, you, know you did. Mean? Well, you did get me into one that does have yeah, team defense because they don't want to vote it out. Yeah, so fuck yeah, those yeah. guys. But guess what? I just grabbed Arizona in that in that league. So I'm sitting very very pretty Browns. now. I got the Browns, and I feel really good about it. So guys, I lost by like 20 points in the league. Um, and I had we do like three or four IDPs, and then we do a defense. It's in actually in IDP Iggy's league. Uh, Hustle knows okay. about this. Yeah. And um, shout out, shout out to IDP I, Iggy. I lost, and guess how I lost? He, the dude canceled out my defense. He had Chandler Jones. I had mm. six points. He had fifty-five. Damn. Damn. I'm not worried. I'm okay. You know that is how fantasy goes sometimes. That's dirty. Yeah, I mean, five sacks is <laughs> but you know what's crazy is the fact that there's a JJ Watt there now. Chandler Jones might be able to do this all the time. Exactly. You know what I mean? He is on pace for 85 sacks as of yes. right now. You know what? We're going for the full hundred. <laughs> He's gonna have a game where he matches the record for seven in a game. You know, we have two of those games. <laughs> Shit. We're taking this thing to 100. Oh my gosh, look at. JC Money Design throwing in a super chat, showing all the love in here. But then look what he says. Let's get some punter talk going. <laughs> okay. Mark Rivers King, bring him back. Yeah, he used to be gigging. Remember, he'd be like, uh. <laughs> and then he'd kick the ball. Because he was a great punter. It wasn't like he was shaking stuff. Why they hating on him? Because he's showing swag. Hey, who's, yeah. the, who's, the, who's the punter for the Rams? That's a bad motherfucker. Johnny Heckle, Heckler, Johnny Heckler, Heckle. I didn't Someone. even know. We, we gotta, we gotta consult uh, the internet here. He got the water. He he hit a watermelon kick one time. You know where you you hold the ball sideways and you spin it, and then it, it landed on the one yard line. It landed on a three and it spun in place and it and it just moved slowly down to the one. And I'm like, wow. that's fucking amazing. And and Bogart knows his shit. Johnny Hecker. There it is. Look at that. Give me Bogart, Bogart knows his shit. I will not know any other punters. I know uh, King. I mean, I know him because, yeah, I mean, swaggiest punter around. They're polarizing. Who's the guy that wears the goggles from the Colts? 
the, the Colts punt. Yeah, the, Robert, the not, not Roberto Blankenship, but the other uh, punter. Hold on. I, I don't know any fucking punters, so I got to just consult. He, he actually uh, played with can He had cancer last year, and he and he got he did he had to get something removed. Whoa. He so got it removed. On. Yeah. They're, they're, the kicker is Rodrigo Blankenship, but yeah. their punter is Rigoberto Sanchez. There it is. That guy. <laughs> they, I, one of them wears goggles when they kick. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> one of them wears goggles. Looks like Brad. It looks like the goggles from Six uh, uh, Six Monkeys. Is, is that the movie? Am I saying that right? Seven Monkeys? What's that movie with Brad Pitt back in the days? Uh, it's something monkeys. I don't even know how many. Yeah, but when he, you know, he comes from the future. He's a time traveler, right? But he has these goggles, bro. He has these goggles on, bro, and it looks like the god that punter wears those goggles, man. Twelve monkeys. That's what it was. Twelve monkeys. There it is. In that movie, if you look at the the cover for it, uh, uh, Brad Pitt's wearing like these goggle type joints. I swear, this punter Sanchez wears these goggles, bro. It might be him or Blankenship, one of them. I know hey, too so, much about punters. Oh, yeah. Miles Peacock. He said, Rigoberto Sanchez is my homie. Shout out to Peacock. Yeah. Ka-ka! Shout out to Peacock, man. Check, <laughs> check us out every Wednesday, uh, along with our man Hustler here on uh, the Real Fantasy Playmakers, right here on the Hustler channel and, and the GMM network, man. We, we just we got homes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 we're gonna take this all this multi-stream into the next level because I know there's not a lot of people who, uh, you know, I mean, the way that I, I think about it is, uh, you know, we're we're just spreading it out on a bunch of different news channels at the same time. So yeah. there's no ego here when it comes to the views. Like I want all the views. So does everyone else. We actually have a common denominator here. You know what I mean? But people just don't want to. There's just other people out there. We're not saying names. We don't. We don't even have any names in particular. I'm just saying there is a type of person out there who doesn't like to share. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't like to share glory. You know, especially for us doing fantasy football content. It's a team sport. You know what I mean? It takes a. It takes a team. It takes a village. Some would say. Oh yeah, and it's only lonely at the top if you don't bring your friends along. So that's why we're. Yeah. That's why we're rolling together. Yeah. And oh, and so um, and then. So shout out to all the new subscribers on my channel. So just crossed 1,600. So we are less than 150 subscribers away from the signed Ricky Williams jersey. So it might be next week, might be in two weeks. But, yeah, probably end of September, early October is going to be going down. But the numbers just keep spiking up. So we might get there by next week. Oh, yeah. I like it. You know and what? That might, that might give us enough time to get Ricky on. We should try that. Oh, yeah. We should reach out to Ricky. Get him I, on for hanging with the 420 crew. I, 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 I've told you my Ricky Williams uh, story. I smoked weed with him in Vegas, bro. I, I swear yeah. he'll remember me. People don't forget me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he actually, he, when we saw him, he was Ricky Williams, and we went up and met him, and he smelled my the crowd I was with. He could smell it. Oh, where's it at? I got it. Let's go. We went immediately to the parking lot. In a casino, and when security did come, because we were just smoking in the parking lot, when they did come, he did his Ricky Williams thing. Hey, and like, oh, it's Ricky, Ricky Williams. And I'm like, yeah, man. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're good. And we just left, and we were all good. <laughs> he was like, thanks, Ricky. And he took, he was taking pictures with them and all this shit. And we just left. I gave him and a blunt. Huh? And wait, and way back awesome, what? Vegas is awesome. What? I just left Vegas three weeks ago. 
Yeah, and this was when it was illegal to smoke weed there. So we that was jail oh, okay. for real. Okay. Yeah. Was, this was uh 2011 when I when okay. I when I met him. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, I love it now, man. You you in Vegas now, you just put you just put it in the air. Yeah, I remember um when I went there a few times before when it was only medical, I would be smoking on the uh, the little vaporizer pens. Yeah, and uh, doing that just in the casino, nobody's tripping. I don't know if it changed around now, but who knows? It's getting getting nice in Vegas. Now you can just hit up the weed store in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. they have a monster weed store out there. It's like a mall. Oh yeah, yeah, like that. That's how big one of their weed stores is. It's like as big as a fucking mall. It's like a Costco. Yeah, you know I mean, for me. uh, one, one uh, place out there they was trying to get me to go to. Um, it was um, it looked like a a, a high end jewelry store. Oh yeah. yeah, they had all the weed in the glass containers and shit like that. I mean, I'm talking about high, like the displays is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta, hey, listen, man, weed is a weed is a luxury, man. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, weed is luxurious. You know what I mean? Like. You know what I'm saying? We're 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 far past the days of like you know meeting the guy in the corner. You know what I mean? I mean, weed needs to be comparable to like wine because that's what it is. You know, definitely definitely not the beer. I mean, definitely not the hard liquor. You know, but like for all these like wine connoisseurs, like I feel like the weed connoisseur is very very similar. Yeah, like when you know a wine connoisseur, well, a, a, a chef, a chef will cook a dish. Then contact a, a wine connoisseur to, to get what, what what do you recommend with this dish, right? Yeah. And they would have a certain. That's the same thing with weed, like bro, with the tree. You know what I mean? Like if, if I want if I'm about to go to a buffet, I'm gonna get me some good purple, maybe some purple Urkel specifically because that shit makes me hungrier than a motherfucker, and I can sit there <laughs> in a buffet and tear it up with my skinny ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's meant that that, that was meant for it because that weed was designed. It was it was it was designed to help cancer patients who can't eat after chemo and shit. You know what I mean? And they're getting a good amount of CBD in it too. So it's like weed is uh well, we've only seen the beginning, bro. You know, I'm you know, we're from Cali, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm from the bay up north, so I was on I'm on the cutting edge of a lot of shit. Like we were hitting dabs 10, 10, 12 years ago. You know what I mean? Dabs are barely now now in the east coast, they have dab bars in New York. You know what I mean? Like it took a while though for it to make its way out there. You know what I mean? I remember like, when they were just the speakeasies, like here in California, like <clears throat> the underground. Some of them got known. Like I remember even in like uh in Venice Beach, like there was one for like the longest time, like literally like right in front of like Muscle Beach. There was like a dispensary and they had a dab bar in there. Yeah, more of a it was a hash bar back then, like that that's what they called theirs. They were trying to be classy. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows. Everybody knows hashish. Yeah, it, 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 you know, it's just it's, it, that was the evolution of hash. Hash is a concentrate. So what's the evolution now? They, they we started seeing the waxes and the distillates, and uh, what else do they got now? Oh, oh, obviously you had all the the, the shatters. You know what I mean? The uh, just different ways of concentrating. You know, of, of extracting and concentrating the THC. Yeah, shout out to Machiavelli in the comments at East Oakland here. Yee! Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Oakland. <laughs> yeah. Oakland, stand up. Hell yeah. All right, well, let, let's wrap a bow on this. That was a good show. We did a full week, so this was uh, in full swing, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon, Pacific West Coast time. 
yeah, this was good. And TD, he's going to be joining us uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, Bogart will be on uh, every day for the foreseeable future, except a couple random days when kids got to get haircuts or, you know, get yeah. picked up early from school. Gotta, you know how it goes. For the children. I love the kids, but I don't yeah. play. Shout out to kids. <laughs> you know I mean? uh, TD, you want to shout anything out before we get out of here? Anything you got in the uh, in your bag of tricks? Yeah, guys, just go to my hey. If you come to my OnlyFans, um, if you need consultations, you need help with setting your lineups. I offer that on OnlyFans. Just go to OnlyFans and find me at what you see on the screen, Fantasy Good Sports. Also, guys, I have a YouTube. Come follow me at, uh, on YouTube. Um, like y'all follow my homie, uh, Hustler. Um, I offer really good uh content. It's cutting edge, and I give you my own perspective. It's not watered down. Yeah. yeah. And Micavelli, 420 in 10 minutes on the East Coast. So I'm packing one up right now. We're going to smoke one on the way out. Yeah. And uh, Bogart, shout out where everyone can find you at. There's a bunch of people watching on Facebook right now. And, um, and yeah, just tell, any, anything you got going on. Man, shout out to everybody. You know what I mean? We we here, we here every day. Um, you know what I mean? Same bat time, same bat channel. You can also find me specifically at the GMM network. I'm on everything. I'm, I don't really have too much Twitter legs. I'm more of an IG guy. But, um, yeah, also, and just subscribe to the GMM network on YouTube. You know what I mean? We got all the isms, bro. You know what I'm saying? And um, and 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 uh, the earth is my turf. And give me money. There it is. And Bogart will be in our Facebook group next week. He, already, he promised that next week yes. he's going to get in it. I'm going to make a Facebook. I, I haven't been on Facebook for over 10 years. The triumphant return. I, I just got off the line with Mark Zuckerberg. He was like, listen, bro, you know what I mean? Just just, just make the book. And I'm like, all right, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if and you no guys, yeah. So if you guys don't know, uh, the Facebook group is called Fantasy Football Advice Experts, Gurus, and Beginners. We're about to cross 55,000 members any day now. We're definitely the biggest fantasy group on Facebook, and we might be the biggest fantasy group anywhere on the internet. So go get in. It's a free group. Uh, TD is in there giving his advice. Bogart's going to be in there giving his advice. We got like 30 other um, content creators in there that are doing their thing, giving a lot of advice. So, yeah, it's a good, good resource, and it's free. Don't got to pay nothing. Just yeah. go get in there. And uh, also, I got I want I got to add one more uh, shout out to our man Peacock. He was in the, in the chat earlier, and a shout out to our man Fantasy Fornicator. You know, the four of us along you know uh, uh, along with Hustler. We doing the, the Real Fantasy Playmakers podcast every Wednesday night. We go live. Uh, it's 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 uh, West Coast. Sometimes it might be a little earlier, like 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Either way, that's the night. Come find us. We're doing the What If series. It's just a brand new way to overreact to shit that just happened the weekend before. And we can come up with all different What If scenarios. Like, what if Derrick Henry finishes outside the top 12 because they're in so many negative game scripts this year because of that defense. Uh, don't uh, do it to me. Don't do it to me. My what that. if, because I was trying to be positive, was what if Kyler Murray goes over 60 touchdowns? Right now he's on pace for 85 of them. What if Kenneth Gainwell finish as the top 12 running back in fantasy football? <laughs> That's that would mean I'd say Sanders is hurt then. For sure, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
It can I happen. Can get, <laughs> I've seen I him can, hurt. <laughs> I don't want to oh, see Sanders oh, get hurt, but the only place I have him, I got Gainwell. Or the NFL, or I mean, the offense is boom. If the offense saw a boom, him and Miles Sanders both can finish, you know, in the top 24. Could happen. Yeah. It could happen. It could happen. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Mount, uh, Peacock, he said that Ferkser is downgraded. So Ferkser was a big time sit for me, anyways. But yeah, the Titans, uh, something's going on. So, Damn. Something's going on in Tennessee. Do we see more three wide receiver sets over there? Because uh, uh, they had the homeboy, um, uh, 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 Chester Rogers, right? Oh. Chester Rogers was, was 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 heavily involved. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, because, you know, they run a lot of 12 personnel there, but that was with LaFleur. You know what I mean? And then then after LaFleur, it was with Arthur Smith, which was, which was basically the same thing. I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is th- these days. LaFleur? No, no, no. I'm talking about in Tennessee. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, because Arthur Smith left and he's doing his thing in Atlanta now. You know what I mean? Josh Reynolds is back. So that's another. So maybe they do deploy more three wide receiver sets. And and actually on the way out really quick before we sign off, a couple pieces of news did come in. So uh, Marquise Brown officially questionable. Johnny Smith officially questionable. Um, Caleb Farley is out for the uh, for the Titans, uh, their oh, cornerback. Shit. Yeah. Oh wow. Russ is about to cook. Oh, he was already yeah. gonna cook against them. DK. He's gonna be dead. Janoris Jenkins is gonna be the one who's 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 relegated or delegated, I should say, to DK Metcalf. He's already he was already gonna eat him up. Yeah. DK was already gonna eat the, the Jackrabbit up, right? So now now the other side for lock. It's another big locket week again. And and Peacock is the one who, when he said Ferks are downgraded, made me check this stuff. Of course, he doesn't mention the IDP guys who are also questionable. So uh, Bud Dupree, questionable. Oh. David Long, questionable. And then Jayon Brown, questionable. Oh. So I know Jayon Brown, if you have him, he's more than likely a starter for you. Yeah. So, Oh, shit. That's linebacker, right? Linebackers, yeah, yeah, all of them, yeah. Uh, all yeah. of them, linebackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Bud Dupree. Yeah, oh man, oh shit. I have Dupree in a couple spots because he was yeah. just getting, he was going late. <laughs> so maybe a bigger you. game for Chris Carson. I mean, if some of these guys don't play, if they're like literally down to like their second string linebackers at every single linebacker position, that's gonna make yeah. a difference. Hmm. All right. Yeah, but you know what? We'll put a bow on this one. You know what I mean? Friday, everybody have a safe weekend. Be sure to check all your lineups. You know what I mean? uh, Tomorrow, right? You got the start and sit? We got the start and sit coming tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And then Sunday, we got the uh, start and sit live stream as well. Uh, Starting about two hours or so before all the games start kicking in. Yeah. So that's cool because we I do the same thing on Sunday. And I, I do it over there with Peacock and Clock on clock management. You know yeah. what I mean? If you guys want to diversify opinions, you know what I mean? Ch- be sure to check out us. And then and maybe give us, give us a stop by. But at the end of the day, I will say that where you have to be for sure is every day right here with FN. Uh, it was FNT. I almost said FNT. FNT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling it FN. I've been calling it because uh, remember the other – the other generic title that I recommended was Fantasy News Now. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I'll be confusing the fuck out of it. Like I'm like, and I, and I also like um, fantasy news today, tomorrow. I like that a lot too. So check oh, us yeah. out in three days. Yeah. Two days. Not care. Whatever the math is. Peace out, everybody. Peace. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. I went to find a thing to save my life, so I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me, no, it ain't over.